0: Yeah. was a struggle for me because for me as someone who deeply believes in ghosts and demons and things like that trying to debunk what the Lutz went through was hard because every single time i would read about someone debunking someone i'd be like oh well, fuck you yeah so i really had to separate my own beliefs into truly researching the podcast and because i did that i was able to it was able to um change my opinion in a way. So I'm it it, it was really interesting. I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed um trying to change my own opinion based off the controversy that I Googled and Wikipedia. Okay. So let's fucking unravel the amity yeah. before. So after everything Corey said, let's debunk him right now. Pretty much. So after the Lutz has moved out of their house they were contacted by Ronnie Defoe's lawyer, the uh, Weber guy I mentioned, forever ago. Yeah, William
1: Weber, Weber, yes. whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. So he was getting a fuck ton of book proposals from everybody. Yeah. Because the Klein story was so weird and so interesting, and he knew that he could sell a story for a lot. And he was trying the insanity thing because because Ronnie Lutz said, "Hey, I was hearing voices." So he's like, "What if your house is haunted?" And the Lutz family started saying like they escaped a lot of weird stuff was happening so we contacted the lutz's he was like yo let's talk about this shit maybe your house is haunted so during their meeting they got wasty pants yeah yeah yeah, this yeah, yeah. Like a there's a direct quote it's like
1: over many bottles of wine
0: four bottles of wine yeah. between the three of them damn yeah and cory and our alcoholics as i take a chug of wine
1: is there more wine
0: you'd have some of mine are you not drunk
1: i haven't been drunk at all i've been like Warm.
0: Takes it online. Yeah. Just drink the rest. I'm pretty drunk. I'm,
1: I really haven't been feeling this. All okay. Anymore.
0: So, Weaver remembers that Lutz's is starting out in a, in a reserved tone, with no ranting and raping going on. But then, he says, the three went on to consume at least four bottles of wine. <laughs> and they fucking turned the fuck up into a creative writing sp- writing session about what kind of thing could go into a horror book. There was a sounds given- like a,
1: our night. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, this is Corey night every day. This is like us on a Tuesday. Right. So there was a give and take, and toward the end, they were just creating ideas. So the thing about Weaver, the lawyer, is he had access to crime photos, to very intimate crime photo de- crime details that the public didn't Ooh. know. And so he would show them crime scene photos, give them details, everything I just mentioned. He'd give it to the defoe to about the defos to the letses. Um, and the letzes and him would kind of create a um, a supernatural twist to these crime evidence. Yeah. Um, so, for example, um, he showed them a picture of the police fingerprint in the bathroom. And um, Catherine, her name's Catherine, right?
1: Yeah, Kitty. Or, yeah. Uh, Catherine,
0: she would yeah. look at the crime photo of the bathroom and realize that the toilets would turn up black. And she was like, oh, that looks like there's black in the toilet bowls. The black gook you mentioned. It was Kathleen.
1: So K- I think it was Kathy, is what she would call Okay, yeah. so
0: Kathy. So from that crime photo, that's when she realized that looks like there's black covering the toilet bowls. That's what you mentioned earlier. Ooh. How she would find black. It's from the fingerprints. He told George that a cat used to hang around the Defoe house and would often just stare through the windows, like how Toast looks.
1: Yeah, like cats.
0: Uh, yeah, how cats do. <laughs> Because Chor- we so- all know
1: they're aliens. So George then
0: turned the neighborhood kitty into Jody the pig,
1: and so Ooh. there are a lot
0: of little crime scene photos and little like crime scene facts that he would tell the L- the Lutzes, and they would kind of spin like a haunted twist onto all of them. Yeah. Um. So the Lutzes ended up making a book with Jay Anson instead of him, because mainly um, the Weber attorney guy wanted to use this information for a book. And also get a retrial for Ronnie DeFoe. And the Lutzes didn't really want the retrial to happen. So yeah. they're like, hey, we're actually going to go with um, Jay Anson to create the book Peace Out Weaver. So this leads us to Jay Anson's book, The Amityville Horror, A True Story, which I have read all the way through. Corey's read bits and pieces of. Very boring. It's not boring.
1: Sorry.
0: I mean, it's not just necessarily boring. I just think the writing is poor. Um,
1: no, I've, it's just very...
0: I didn't enjoy the the organization of it and the I
1: content think isn't boring it's just written poorly, poorly. and yeah. not not poorly but it's just it's very dry
0: it's as if you transcribed an interview a
1: report yeah it's a
0: report That's if you what it
1: summarized is. an interview there yeah, we go
0: exactly but and you
1: I, didn't and you didn't even try that hard to make to fluff it up
0: no exactly and i think the organization of it was was poor. Like, I I explained to Court earlier how I felt like the Priest should have been a different chapter than the Lutzes itself. Like, there were just certain aspects of it where I'm like, it could have been a little bit better. Like, sorry, J. Anson, if you weirdly are listening to this, I think it's worth the read if you're interested in Amityville Horror. I think it's worth the read the beginning and the last I think, three chapters. Yeah, I think
1: if I would read any book about the the Horror, I would definitely read this one because it's the first one. Yes. I mean, he didn't specifically talk to the Lutz family. They sent him... Interviews, yeah. yeah they sent him... It said over 45 hours of tape.
0: Which, like... That I, he
1: listened to. If
0: you're really interested in this, maybe you listen to those tapes, listen to those tapes yeah, first. Yeah, I'm sure
1: there's stuff online.
0: I think there's, there's a lot here that he... I don't know. I just think it could have been a lot better than it was. And considering he made him millions of dollars, I think America at the time was at a bit... But, I
1: mean, if he was trying to be slightly, like, scientific about it, to give that spin to it, to give it credibility, I get why it was in that tone. But, I mean, I still... I I guess I have... I mean, I've read some nonfiction, but they're mostly autobiographical stories. So, I don't know. I read a lot of fiction and then autobiographical stories that are written well. But, (laughs) who knows, as I'm stretching. As you're stretching. I'm, like, stretching. I also think
0: (laughs) something... That I realized yesterday at the end of the book is something that, I mean, Corey and I, like, here we are, 2018, talking about everything. Yeah. At the time, the 70s, a book coming out like this.
1: Yeah, especially after the exorcism. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. It was so, like, and, and the
1: exorcism you know is Fuck. fake. Yes. Yeah. But
0: this suddenly is real. And so, like, I think this the well, reason. I
1: think, it, uh, I think it might be advertised as based on a true story. Or true events,
0: Most but this bad. one's
1: like real, happening now.
0: Like you can go interview the Lutzes when they were alive, and you can get this. So I think that's part of the reason behind its success and the horror it created. Yeah, was because to the to the public at the time, like this was one of the first of its kind. Where now we have so many pieces of art and literature to compare this to. I don't know. Like I just found this not as I was I hyped this up too much for myself. I was expecting to yeah. read this and be like, oh my god. This will make me feel confirmed with the fact that a demon did this. Like,
1: I feel unsafe now because I, I read about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the
0: only time that ever happened is the last three chapters. Because yeah. the last three chapters, the last three nights of their stay, like, their accounts for the story, I was like, what
1: the like, fuck? fuck.
0: <laughs> like, just, it's worth it to go buy the book literally skip everything go to the last three chapters and start immediately because it's it's weird like yeah and it's affected that's cool me I should, i'll, right I'll now. go and read that okay so jay anson wrote this book um it goes into a lot of great detail like i said
1: well, um, I want to say, say something real quick yes so just for you horror fans out there so jay anson is noted that he built uh developed the title the amityville horror Based off of the Dunwich Horror, which is a famous H.P. Lovecraft short story.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
1: Anyway, sorry. Continue. That's fun. Yeah. I just love H.P. Lovecraft, so.
0: Okay. So this book uh, goes into great detail about the haunting, like we've been talking about for the past 10 to 20 minutes. Um, And there are researchers like Rich Moran, they're they're finding a lot of the claims to be false. There's a bunch of discrepancies. People are debunking this left and right. It's pretty wild if you read about it. And let me, let me say one thing about this. I really, really wish that I read the book before I read everyone else's debunking. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it would have made the book really great. So if you haven't, if you really want to get into this, pause, read the book and then come back. Or oh, we'll
1: like pause 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Because it, it really affected my entire view of this entire book. So some examples of the discrepancies. So the Lutzes could not have found the demonic footprint of Jody the pig in the snow mm. because there was no snow.
1: <gasps> On New Year's Day.
0: No no snow. No snow the day before. Fuck. No snow the day after. No no snow right. the day of. No, yeah, I no I, I snow. agree.
1: This this has been the easy so even so Chris has like questioned Chris. Yeah, our friend. Sorry to lose. Like yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll edit out his Chris last name. <laughs> <laughs> so he even asked me today when I when he came over to the house when I went upstairs to try and finish and then I got spooked and we left he was like yeah so like what what's it about and I was very easy this has been the easiest story to be like oh yeah it's like I feel like it's made mostly made up yeah like I feel because of stuff like this I didn't know that but I just feel like because even the lawyer has made that wine account that you you just talked about uh, William Weber and then also the Lutz the Lutz family, uh, Gregory has even said like, "Oh His yeah, son? we exaggerated stuff. Things did happen." He's like yeah. this. He's he's like this isn't one hundred percent a lie, but at the same time, like I felt unsafe in that house and I will never go back into that house. But at the same time, yes, like things were exa- exaggerated.
0: I think it's the classic case of white lies where you feel yeah. like it doesn't mean anything, but it, it. But suddenly, this white lie exploded in yeah. America's pop culture. Like suddenly, like everyone's like, oh. Like, you, like, told your friend, I sat, found these, ho- these footprints in the snow. Yeah. And suddenly everyone around you is talking about it. Like, you felt like this one detail to add drama. Yeah. Just for fun. And everyone hooks
1: on it. Ooh, and they're uh, like, ooh, this happened. But there's like, so
0: sure. many discrepancies. So there's no snow. There's no possible way they ooh. saw footprints in snow because there's no fucking snow. Yeah. There's zero snow. Damn. That sucks. Um, So, yeah. Damn, that sucks is exactly why I wish I read the book before I, yeah. I read through the discrepancies. Because you're like, eh. Because it, the book is a really good yeah, story. Yeah, your
1: disbelief can't be suspended anymore. And yeah. it's crazy
0: for someone like me because I loved the Amityville horror and I never looked into the hoax. I always figured it was just skeptics being bitches. Yeah, but right. looking into the, con- to the skeptics and the controversies, I'm like, fuck, they have a good point. Yeah. So... Um. Though the book details extensive damage to the home's decor, um, to their doors, the hardware, the locks, the doorknobs, the hinges, when people came in after, untouched. So they talked about how the front door being blown off. Yeah. Nope. Nope. They talked about the barn door being blown off. Nope. They talked about window panes being shattered. Yeah, never. Nope. Yeah. They talked about um, furniture, paint, everything being disheveled. No. Nope. nope. Nothing.
1: Yeah, I read that too.
0: Maybe it was an illusion by the demon.
1: This has been like such a buildup and now we're like, oh.
0: Now I'm like, <laughs> let me break your heart. Your, yeah. Let me shatter your reality because I'm very sad. So I'm going to make you very sad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But everything that they kind of claimed, geniusly proof was not there. Uh, basically, uh, oh, the other thing is the book and film showed the police being called to the house. The police was never called. Never. Like, there was a lot of... Well, I mean,
1: yeah, with the film, like, that's obviously going to be put in for dramatic tension. But the book
0: also, like, I read the book, and they said how they called the police. Really? The police, unless they erase the reports, like, everything they kind of said, you're like, I don't know. Okay, so... As I mentioned um, a little bit ago, um, Rick Morin or Rich Morin, I have done both names. I don't know which one's <laughs> correct. I'm both, so they're twins. Drunk. They're twins. They were researchers, and they are the ones that mainly found all the debunks, the discrepancies. He was an he was actually involved with the Defoe's murder.
1: As I well. that, that, like people did that. That's like their side. That's like their side job. Their hobby. Goals. Yeah, you're like on a date, and they're like, "So what do you do?" You're like, "Oh, I like manage." You know, like, a couple people at my company. And then on the side, I debunk the Amityville horrors. No, right?
0: (laughs) Exactly. So this guy, like... But the thing that's interesting to me about him is he was there...
1: By the way, if you're a gay guy and <laughs> that is your life, please come Please come date me.
0: It, it is so. Like you're in the friend group already. Yeah. But um, what's so interesting to me If about you have a him, secure
1: job and then debunk horror or <laughs> ghost supernatural cases on the side, please come. Please come fuck me. Please
0: come, please come fuck Corey and then immediately... Then
1: immediately propose. marry. But
0: um, the thing that's interesting to me about him is he... Rich or Rick. I'm gonna call him Rick. Um Rick what's so interesting to me is he debunked almost everything in Jay Anston's book, but he was also involved with the Defoe with the Defoe's or DeFeo's case. I don't know how to pronounce her last name.
1: I don't know, because I get I get thrown off by Willem DeFeo. Defoe Willem Defoe.
0: Who the fuck knows? And
1: Defeo, who knows? We're drinking wine. Yeah.
0: All I know is Rick Rick is one of the people that actually believes that Don was behind the Defoe's murder. Because Ronnie mm. Defoe, yes, yeah, you how saw he that said earlier. what happened is he said a pair of black hands gave him a rifle and said, kill your family. And he went and shot everyone. Ooh, that reminds me of the witch. So what he thinks is he thinks Dawn actually went to, to Ronnie and he was so high off of drugs, she was like, hey, I just killed everyone with this. So, yeah. And then he went and took the <laughs> rifle and killed her in bed. <laughs> I don't know. Jen,
1: if I kill your family, I wouldn't do that. To I you. kill
0: your family. I kill our whole entire <laughs> family. I'd be like, I just killed so your yeah.
1: family, so yeah.
0: So yeah, here's the rifle. So, here's a so rifle. like, shout out to you, Don Defoe. But, like, I guess he killed your whole family. Damn. But anyways, so he's so been sad. there since, like, the beginning, since the Defoes to the Lutzes. He's debunked all the Lutzes stuff. He has said that Don was part of it. Anyways, the reason I mentioned Rick is I found a very fascinating interview by him. And just for this just because of time. Yeah. I can really go over it. I'm going to post a link to his interview because he goes over the Amityville horror from the beginning to him debunking all the Amityville horror stuff. Ooh. But he's the one that found there was no snow for the ho- for the hoof prints. Damn. They never called the police. Everything like that. Like, he is the person that debunked Amityville horror. is Rick Moran. So...
1: You like had a burp. That's so why I burped, too.
0: <laughs> so, as Corey said, pop culture... Uh, people believe their accounts counter influenced by the in- by the movie The Exorcism, that came out a year before. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Oh, it's good. The Exorcism, along with movies like Psycho, those are the movies that one hundred percent influenced the genre of horror film. Yeah, If those yeah. two movies have did all not the Hitchcocks. come out, yeah. horror film today would be very well, very especially
1: different. like if The Exorcist hadn't come out. Haunting the, well, the haunting movies. There's some good haunting movies before that, but. Especially like the public eye, like the popular like horror would not be noticed no, mostly. Exactly. I mean, you have Jaws, but people really don't even know that's a horror movie until you tell them it actually is, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." But The Exorcist, people are like, "Oh yeah, like I've seen, I've seen The Exorcist." Yeah, so like
0: yeah. The Exorcist, people, a lot of people say it was such a huge influence yeah. to The Exorcism, or sorry, to uh, the horror, horror. horror oh, sorry. Um, because. A lot of the accounts from the Lutz family exorcism were pretty, pretty parallel. Yeah, to classic yeah. hauntings. I know that like that leads you to the classic hauntings, like the Conjuring one, for example, is not even necessarily related. It's not the same demon, as far as we know, but like. Classic haunting movies, I mean, they have the same type of formula. You know, like, it's the build-up, mm-hmm. it's the jump scares. It's the yeah, concept. you have the
1: whispers and the movements and the noises. The banging, and the this bl- and
0: that. Yeah. The, like, you know, it's just a classic haunting movie, but The Exorcism was the first of its kind, in the yeah. sense. That gained the popular notoriety of being a horror film. And yeah. And so, that, like, a lot of people think the Lutzes were so influenced by that. They were very poor, even though, like... um, George Lutz says they weren't. A lot of people think, uh, you know, maybe it was the well, money. But they weren't very
1: poor. Those
0: motive thing. I mean, they weren't poor, but they were. I mean, some people think, say they were struggling for money. Reading the book, I would say they weren't.
1: I think they were fine because they they'd started a business.
0: I think, well, he, no, he did not start the business. He was part oh, of the part business. Oh, of, he part of a business it that just started his, like, or something? his, grandpa's business to his dad. Yeah, something him, like that. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like, they, 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 didn't, they didn't struggle necessarily, but, like, like we mentioned earlier, who wouldn't want more money?
1: Well, yeah, right. No, yeah, So regardless. that
0: kind of leads me to my next section, which is, like, what was their motive? Like, if the Lutzes faked this, like, why? Like, was yeah. it, like the only explanation people have was for money. Um, ha- Like, so some people think the Lutzes story is nothing more than a money-making hoax. Um, they le- they feel the Lutzes simply moved into a house with a tragic past to take advantage of its money. They moved into the house knowing this is where... Ronnie Defoe murders yeah, whole family. I like this one. We can really probably make a lot of money on this, saying it's haunted. This or that. They abandoned their house, no possessions. They went to Jane's. They went to two different people, found the person with the better offer, made a book, mm-hmm. movies, everything. This and that. They money, made a money, bunch money. of money. They died. They retired. peacefully, whatever they did. Yeah. However, some people say that no one really knew that the book would spark the public and become a worldwide bestseller. No one knew the the movie would be a hit. And with both the book and the film, the Lutzes only got a tiny share of the profits. 400000 around? Not that much. However, Jay Anson, the guy who wrote the book, the director, I didn't research that, but whoever he was, who made the movie, they made millions. Millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. So some people say, well, how come you can say the Lutzes did this for money, but they didn't negotiate a better deal? Like, why would they do it for money if they only made 400000 out of the millions they Well, true. Make?
1: And there are accounts of them, even like news people would repeatedly call them and they would stop. They started denying it when it got huge notoriety. There's at least reports of that on multiple articles that I was reading.
0: No, exactly. So it's like, that's to me the most interesting part because someone who went into this believing wholeheartedly the demon of Amityville horror, Amity Horrorville, Amity Ho- Amityville Horror was real. Well, I'm Amity so Horrorville. Up. Amity Horrorville. Amityville Darn. Horror was real without a doubt. <laughs> Looking into the controversy is so interesting because I can see how the public and everybody could say this didn't happen, this or that, for money. But, like, as someone who believes in demons and ghosts, I don't know. It's very interesting to, to research and read about. So, like, my question to you, to Corey, and to our listeners mm. is, like, what do you believe? Do you believe the Lutzes... Made it up? Do you believe it happened? Do you believe they exaggerated it? Like, what do you believe?
1: Yeah, I believe that there's something going on there. I don't think it was as, hmm, as active or overt as they claim. But I feel like they could tell something had happened there, and I feel like when the Warrens go that went there, they could feel that something was going on there and had happened with the Defoe family, Defeo family. Sorry.
0: Who knows? And who me? knows
1: at this point? Too drunk. Too drunk. Um, and so I feel like that had happened there and maybe set somebody off and there's negative energy. But I don't think there is a demon stalking people or an entity stalking people in that house. Yeah. I, I really don't think that. I think there is too much going, too many discrepancies going on, too many oh, debunking wow. examples going on that sort of... Make it not real to me.
0: There's one thing I forgot to mention. So I can't believe I had this written down like ten different times, but yeah. I'm so drunk at this point, <laughs> I just skipped through like the last half page of my notes. No, you're fine. You're fine. But here's one: th- the final debunking evidence that we have. Yeah. No one since the Letzes has reported. Oh, me
1: too. I forgot to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention so, that too. To
0: no one since the Lutzes has reported. Any there's been
1: what four or five,
0: four or five people have lived there since, yeah, people that have lived there since, Nothing nothing spooky,
1: nothing has happened,
0: nothing even remotely spooky, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's right. It's a bit
0: of a shock for me to say, I think it was. It's sort the of house.
1: sad to go and really research.
0: No, exactly. <laughs> like, it was heartbreaking because I was like, come on, George and Kathy, let's. Yeah,
1: right. Like, it's sad.
0: Like, I, I wish people didn't look into it because it just makes me well, sad. Well, and then
1: even, I didn't even write most of this down because I didn't want to get into it. Here we but are. But there's a huge debunk. You can go, I'm not going to go into it because we are going to use the Warrens as examples more. And then it just makes the Conjuring movies that much more scary to me. But the Warrens are extremely debunked in this because they claim stuff yes. that happened. And so I, I, I even corrected myself because during this investigation, Ed and Lorraine Warren said that they were pushed and that some things happened, but nobody else said anything happened to them. The entire time, Which all the investigators, the people that wanted this to be something and they come and they're just like fanboys basically helping in the investigation. None of them experienced anything in the house. But Ed and Lorraine Warren said they did. Lorraine's stuff is more internalized and vague or ambiguous. And then the only time Ed said something happened to him, it was downstairs alone in a basement.
0: And that makes it hard. So it was
1: really sad, too. And then I think they claim something that is debunked by somebody else that you may have mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to look into it because I didn't want it to kill it.
0: No, I I, I put in over 12 hours into this podcast. And I did not want to keep on getting disappointed because it's like the Amityville horror is so – has always been such a – one of the scariest things I've ever learned about as oh, a kid, yeah. teenager, young adult, adult, so especially like the
1: first time you hear about it? I And I haven't even se- heard seen the movies, but I've heard people talk about it. Yeah. And I've like maybe looked at some of it, some, you know, like an account of it one time or so by myself. Yeah. And I just remember listening to it and being like, what? No, exactly. <laughs> like, I, like the
0: Amityville like Horror. Like that
1: happened to, to humans? <laughs> no,
0: exactly. I'm like, is this like, real? fuck. Like the Amityville Horror is one of the things that... Probably influenced me the most to del- to dive into yeah. horror and ghosts Ooh, and yeah. this and that. That's and cool. so, like, well, my me- mom
1: even said that she, like, we've never watched it because she introduced me to horror movies and she's the reason why I love horror. Yeah. And she has told me before when I was like 12 or 11, I remember her saying, Oh, like, that's the most thing that scared me as a teenager. She's like, I saw that movie and there was like a, a pig with red glowing eyes and it just scared the crap out of me. <sighs> I was like, Oh.
0: Yeah, that's why, like, I, like, the original Blair Witch, that's how it was for me and my Ooh, mom. yeah. Because, like, my mom, like, cause your mom and my mom are, like, kind of in different generations, kind of the same, kind of different.
1: No, yeah, she's she'd be the, ba- my mom would be more baby boomers, your mom would be more Gen X. Yeah. yeah, and so,
0: like, my mom, I remember talking to her about horror films. Like, for your mom, it was Amityville Horror. For my mom, it was, like, the Blair Witch Project. And I guess for people yeah. our age, like, when we are considered moms, it would be The Conjuring. It's just very interesting Yeah,
1: to me. I, I would probably... Yeah, I would note The Conjuring mostly, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, it's interesting It's interesting to me how much each generation is affected by a very specific horror film. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, your mom, the Amityville Horror, like, my mom didn't really talk about that. Like, for her, it was Blair Witch, Blair Witch, Blair Witch, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Blair Witch yeah, my yeah. grandma, it was Psycho, Psycho, Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. psycho. Especially Fuck. during the time of Psycho, like, they didn't really advertise it. They, they didn't have horror films. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, she went and saw, like, a very happy-go-lucky, like, fucking 60s musical that all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, psycho yeah, because she watched a double on. feature. <laughs> and she was like,
1: because it was Well, even features. the beginning, the beginning, I mean, the first, what, 10, 15 minutes? You sort of see the main character. I, I mean, I haven't seen you're this like, for Norman about four years, Bates. five years. Norman Bates. Well, no, but yeah, it, you're just following the girl. She gets out of town. She's in town. She uh, does some sort of heist. I think I, I can't I forget. I don't remember. But she gets it a heist, or she gets money in a sort of shady way, and it's semi exhilarating because she's like, "Oh yeah, I need to get out here." I think she thinks she's being followed, so there is some sort of tension and like thrillerishness going on, and then you're just like okay, now she's alone. Okay, now she's at this hotel.
0: Okay, this guy's
1: creepy. Okay, why is he doing taxidermy and why are there birds of prey all over the place? And then you're like, ah. (laughs) this
0: psycho. Because I remember I talked to my grandma about it. I was like, what is, I "I asked her, because I was in IP film in Mm -hmm. high school, so like a thousand years ago. And I asked her, I'm like, what is the film, one of the films that influenced you most as a young young adult slash teenager. She was like, Psycho. She's like, cause that movie so trailers cool. did not exist yet. Yeah. So like we see trailers every day, so we know what the premise oh, yeah, of I the can, movie is. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, I can go
1: watch it. everything. Yeah. No,
0: exactly, and like they had no idea. It was during the time of double features. They watch a Happy Go Lucky '60s film. Yeah. Boom! Psycho starts. They Damn. had no idea what even a horror slasher film was. That all of a sudden they yeah. heard re 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 and just Norman Bates Ugh, stabbing a so girl. Cool. And she says she remembers sitting in the theater and looking at it and saying, or thinking, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) We're gonna ignore that noise. But she remembers like sitting in the theater and thinking, "Oh my god, nothing in my life will ever be the same." Like, (laughs) "Oh my god, what the actual fuck?" (laughs) And they were so afraid. Like she said, like scared. Like she had chills from her toes to like Ooh, the that's tip so of her cool. body because she's never seen anything as horrific as that.
1: That'd be cool to be so desensitized, undesensitized no!
0: right? to
1: stuff like that
0: Because we can see it.
1: Well, because I, I, I saw, that has actually been one of my, my most, what do we call it, jarring views of a film is because I saw Psycho for the first time at BYU Ooh. when they were doing international cinema and they can show, they get away with showing our films sometimes because... I don't know when I saw that at, at BYU it was really intense because there's a really cool trombone shot where there's a, oh, a, a an investigator this is spoilers but it's for, it's, it's more than 60 years old Get this is it. A
0: psycho the it's classic almost of horror. 60 years old
1: actually almost 60 years old yeah so um, uh, there's a, a police investigator coming up the stairs of the house in Norman Bates's house or the Bates' house, and he runs up it, and that's when Norman Bates comes out to stab him, and he gets scared, and there's a trombone shot as he falls down the stairs. Oh, my. But right when that happens, it's semi a jump scare when the constable or whatever gets attacked at the top of the stairs. And this girl behind me, because they're Mormons, they, like, don't watch this stuff, and a lot of pe- a lot of them actually stay away from horror mm. because most of it's pretty intense and gruesome. and it's a good one, it's R. Spectacle, and most of it's R, yeah. So this girl behind me just like shrieked, but shrieked like she's never seen anything scary in her life really? ever. And it set me off so intensely. I, I just, I was so jarred by her screech and then the trombone shot. It, it was really cool. Anyways, oh. it's fine. We might edit that out, but whatever. No,
0: that's fucking <laughs> But
1: yeah, cool. it was really cool to see it. So that sort of gave me a peek into how your grandma probably felt seeing that in the 60s being and how, like what the fuck and I, how my mom, something like I think this. i
0: mentioned this in another podcast before yeah how my mom in the 90s when they saw the blair witch that mm. was the first time a found footage film yeah became popular
1: exactly and so yeah. when they
0: saw it like the reason you're blair like, like witch... wait
1: this is fucking real no footage. exactly like, like this fucking happened no
0: exactly like, yeah like... and
1: especially if she's in uh, i think we have because i said especially if she's in la yeah
0: they get pre-released
1: yes. a lot you and it is 100 percent like this is real. You are seeing real footage.
0: Yeah, like, that's what's so... like,
1: they amp it up.
0: That's why I wish that, especially people like you and me, Corey, like, you and I, like... I wish that we were alive during a time where you were desensitized enough
1: yeah, yeah, to get yeah. the full
0: effect of a film. Or
1: I didn't see like Freddy Krueger and guys at no. age nine. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: exactly. Like, I I remember I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was 13 years
1: old. Yeah.
0: like But now one day it's like... <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was a weird time. I literally time. saw
1: that two years ago and was like... I need to go pray.
0: <laughs> I was like playing I envy you and like Sims. And Jesus. I was like, it's summertime and blurred. <laughs> and so I played, I watched it, I watched Texas Angel Massacre, and I was like, okay. I literally watched
1: that and then I think I like laid in my bed and watched Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I was seriously like, that was gritty as fuck. Like,
0: I just I wish. That you and I, especially because Corey and I both appreciate film more than the average millennial. and
1: Well, I think a lot of millennials do than the average person, though. To, but, ex-
0: to an extent. Agreed. I most think,
1: people around us yeah. would rather watch a TV show than sit around and watch a two-hour film. Like
0: I would rather watch 2001 Space Odyssey than yeah. watch, I don't know
1: some some a, a, modern a film show. that came out with modern life. family there we go sure there yeah. we go <laughs> yeah
0: but uh i i so i wish i like my grandma and my mom experienced such unique experiences which they were they were so desensitized from horror and from what we consider like horror today yeah, yeah, yeah. so like when my grandma watched psycho it was mind-blowing and like yeah. my grand my mom watched uh blair witch and it was mind-blowing but it's like now we watch things and nothing's Truly is mind-blowing as I wish they were. Like, even yeah. The Conjuring, Conjuring 2.
1: I mean, it still opinion, scares the fuck some, out of And, me. like,
0: Insidious. Like, those are... Insidious, Conjuring... Insidious 1 and 2 and Conjuring 1 and 2 are some of the scariest horror films of Well, 2, 2? 2
1: Insidious just, 2?
0: Mine, It's just weird.
1: Insidious 2 is just fucking fun. <laughs>
0: Insidious 2 is fun. But I think they're some of the most, like... Well done horror films in the yeah, past Yeah, especially 10 *Insidious*
1: years. and *Conjuring*. War. And I, I just Jesus wish we Christ. were a
0: bit more desensitized because, like,
1: no, yeah, imagine if you're like fucking 13 and you like
0: watch and, that, and
1: like your older brother or sister brings you to see *Insidious* or *Conjuring*. I'd one, be like, I'd be like, what,
0: what the, be the? fuck? I'd be like, yo, I watched the wiggle yesterday.
1: Crying. I would probably, yeah, I'd probably fuck. I was like, I just watched a SpongeBob marathon no, yesterday. No right. I'm
0: like, I just heard like, th- I just watched the Bubble Bowl from SpongeBob, yeah, and now right. I'm watching *Insidious*. <laughs> Like what the fuck? No, exactly. There's like
1: it's just an it's just
0: interesting how film how the generations are getting more and more desensitized. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, me Think like well, and then you
1: have like the other like the mini generation in between us and whatever the new one is, bleh. where like they probably saw Saw when they were nine. Oh, no, you actually might have almost been nine, right?
0: I was pretty young when I saw when- Saw for the first time.
1: Well, I'll, it came out school. in like 2004, so I was I was 13. fourth grade,
0: so eight and nine is when. Oh, okay. I,
1: I did. Out. Did you see it then, though? Because I didn't. I had to wait till it was on video, and then I secretly saw it upstairs when my parents were out of town. Because so a- somebody in my German class gave. <laughs> 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 it's fine. <laughs> We grew up Mormon. It's fine.
0: So that's an interesting question because my mom <laughs> probably watched after it.
1: watching gay porn secretively. So
0: I remember like my mom watched it, but I was playing with my Bratz and Barbies dolls. Yes. And I had like my Bratz in like a convertible, and I was going down my hallway. And I went to my living room, and my mom was watching Saw, and I was like, "Okay, You're like, cool." And I like turned the convertible around and went back to my bedroom, so I was like, "I don't think I should be watching that
1: yet." You. <laughs> <laughs> You, like, parent yourself. I was
0: like, this <laughs> is bad. My mom's, like, comfy sleeping on the be- on the couch. And I was like, I don't think this. I should be watching this. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta go watch Jimmy Neutron. You're like, that, that
1: girl was just shoved into a pit of needles. No, right. I,
0: I was like, interesting. <laughs> I walked away. Interesting. But the song movies are interesting. Because I think I've only seen, like, the first and second one all the way through. I one and
1: two are really only worth seeing. I think The I rest are seen. just total... Yeah. Cash cow. Garbage.
0: They're very, I mean, obviously gory. And there's, it's a little horror. It's very horrific. Yeah, yeah. One and
1: two are really good though. One is super good. Yeah. One is like, everyone should see Saw one. Just go yeah. see Saw. I want
0: to watch them again pretty soon. Cause I don't think, I haven't seen them in
1: Saw two is good because years. it's cool to see. It's cool. It's, it's a very cool like thought experiment of like, what if you put every human beings in a room and said they were all going to die? How shitty would they be to each other?
0: Ugh. So and the basically song, what happens. they were directed by James Wan, correct? Both saw one and two. No,
1: saw one was directed by James Wan, but the writer, Patrick, Lee Winnell, Wait, who Lee also Mell. so Lee Whannell's is a writer. James Wan's is a director. James Wan and Lee both did saw together. Then they did Insidious one and two together, and then they did Con oh oh. And then James Wan went on to direct Conjuring one and two. Okay, but he, Lee Whannell did not write those two. So it you was s- a brother duo that wrote those two because
0: i know like insidious 2 and conjuring 2 i feel like are both visually like they're just
1: crazy they're crazy they're fun crazy and saw
0: 2 is that the same way or is it like just yeah it's crazy? just
1: oh i mean it's a sequel so it's amped up yeah it's just they were allowed they introduced a new intellectual property with the first one mm-hmm. and so two you know the studio's like cool go for go it, for it yeah. people are gonna go see this anyways we yeah. just want money
0: yeah, because the Conjuring Two and Insidious Two are both like wild. Yeah, like the Conjuring Two. Like in a 2, good way. Like the. the a Con- lot of people
1: did not like Insidious Two, but I, that's just because. I, it's just because people aren't into horror and we fun fantasy shit like that. Yeah, if like, you talk to people who are really into horror, they like
0: they're just so fun, and
1: they can take it and they can take it not seriously. Sometimes mm. that's when you, which I really think is a true lover of horror yeah i think if you love horror but then so if something gets too batshit crazy you're like that's not good i'm like i don't think you like the genre yeah, as much it, like, as you think you that's do. what
0: horror is it's like, <laughs> like yeah the crazier but somebody more... go
1: crazy with it exactly
0: yeah. like the more fucked up and like what the actual fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. to me is and like, then a then you good like throw in film.
1: time travel you're like what no
0: exactly <laughs> like if i catch myself in a movie saying what the fuck yeah exactly right that signals this is a good film yeah
1: like it's a good horror film if if a millennial slash whatever next generation is is saying what the fuck in a movie i think you you did in a good good. way i think you did good for example
0: hereditary like like it both cory and i were both like we've seen so many horror films at this point that a shock would is pretty hard to come by where you're just like what but the hereditary one of the first recent horror films I remember, I, I mean, I've been constantly. My jaw was probably
1: it. open half that film. No, exactly. Yeah.
0: Where it's like, to me, that's a great horror film. When you could take people like my me was, oh God, and Corey horror. who love horror. Yeah. And if you can make us go, holy Like, fucking what the shit.
1: fuck? Like, even in, even in like, that's talking like both plot and just what is actually happening. Like, I mean, I guess that's the same thing. But, I mean, your mouth is open during the dialogue of the family yelling at each other and what they're saying to each other. No, exactly. And then an hour later, your mouth is open for what you are watching happening.
0: Like, it's brilliant. <laughs> like,
1: what? It's brilliant. Yeah, Harry, Harry is awesome. Horror? We should watch it. Didn't you say Jordan wants to watch that again? For
0: Halloween, yeah. We should
1: watch it again, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I think
0: horror is so underrated. because people. Just oh, like it's crazy
1: get... underrated. Oh, my it's God. As just
0: jump scares, but, like, there's so much.
1: And I think it's getting really, oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm just
0: saying, like, I think horror is so underrated for what it is. Because I I think there are movies, horror films, that are so dumb. I would say maybe 70% of horror films are pretty dumb. But
1: they're also good. But I think, like, the
0: other 30% should really (laughs) be considered as great film. Like, Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Hereditary, just classic movies like that just came out in the past eight years should no, really. Be horror has definitely had a resurgence. Better... Exactly, I think yeah, it should be recently. better films when people think because people kind of put horror and comedy in the same category,
1: where no, they're yeah. just not. Well, as... and they are in a sense; they're cheap to make.
0: They're cheap to make, exactly. I don't know. I feel like horror, for me personally, has had more of a dramatic effect than comedy movies. Yeah. Me personally, I don't know. I just think horror is very underrated not for what the horror. category is. I do believe, like gore movies slash movies like that sure maybe not but i think like i don't know i just think horror movies can be done so well that i think yeah. they deserve a better no, it look. definitely
1: taps into what society is fearing yeah and acts as like a really good catharsis and a more like overt catharsis than what people realize no
0: exactly for exactly. what's
1: happening around us
0: okay because i guess when i want to watch a movie that i think is a well-done movie i want to watch something that makes me feel something yeah, And, like, whether that's horror or comedy or love or sadness or this or yeah. that, if a movie can successfully make me feel a deep emotion throughout the Yeah, or forget
1: mo- you're watching a movie.
0: Exactly. And, like, yeah. you f- you're so involved. That's why I
1: love horror. I forget the most during horror.
0: Yeah, you forget that you are sitting in a movie theater. You forget you're sitting with your friends and you immerse yourself into a film yeah. where you're feeling every emotion. <laughs> to me, like, the moment that I forget my surroundings, that's a good movie. Yeah, because yeah, that exactly. to me mean, like means you've done something like the characters, the shots, the this, the that. Like, this is it. Like, I'm in the movie. Yeah, all this of is sudden. why we're
1: here. Yeah, this is why we're here is watching a movie. In case but you haven't noticed, we're this, nerds. So, yeah, case you haven't noticed. Side <laughs> note though about that, I will never bring unless it's like further into the relationship. Mm-hmm. I will never bring somebody to. The first three months of dating them, I will never bring them to go see a horror movie. Why me, slash even really a movie that I'm interested in? Because, like you said, like you forget you're with your friends, mm. and I'm at a. I went and saw It Follows. Luckily, for <gasps> the second time, yes. with somebody who I went on a on a first date with. Wasn't
0: I there for that?
1: I think. I was. Yeah. No. 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 You. You saw that at home. But oh, I went with what? I went with uh, some some friends from the coffee pod who know Ashley, who did oh. our, Ashley Fairborn who did our, our uh, I are. Uh, can you say it? uh thumbnail? Yes. I guess you can call it. But our our, our art, our splash art. We will tag her. Our podcast. We'll tag her and stuff. Um, but I met her and then a couple other friends at a coffee shop near here. And that's more of a big deal because we're in Utah. so yes. There's few, fewer coffee shops anyways we so have two and like i art. went and saw it with luckily two of those two of those friends and then i saw it on a first date with a guy and then it's a it's a bad first date to go to a movie but because he, he was so about loving horror and i was so about loving horror i thought it was good yeah but then he just talked like half <gasps> he just made so many comments through <sighs> it and it was just like fuck you that's game and over. i don't like if we're going to see a fun slasher like if it was no. like, uh, what the death day one that just, what's it called?
0: Happy death day. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Happy death day. Yeah. If I go see that. Yeah. I guess I'd go see that with a, with a guy. Cause I'd love to cuddle up to them. Cause I've, I've, I've actually never experienced that. And mm. I regret, I regret being gay because of that. Mm. <laughs> I don't regret him being gay, but <laughs> you're I, like,
0: I wish I was, but <laughs> I feel
1: cheated because growing up as a teenager, I didn't go out to a horror movie and like cuddle up to a guy. you know I, I guess couldn't.
0: I didn't really either.
1: I guess and most I people a good straight. amount of people don't do it. That's true. That's true. But I wish if I like if I was straight, I would have done that. Yeah. And like in a heartbeat. Or if being gay would have been as accepted then, I would have done it in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, you know? totally.
1: Because that's like one thing I still want to do. But I went and I and I did realize that at the same time, like, especially watching It Follows, the guy was commenting and I was like, Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I wanna watch this fucking <laughs> So movie. no
0: That wasn't so like that happened with Corey, that guy. But we had someone else that happened to that. What the we'll talk about it later, so you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know
1: you're talking about. Okay,
0: (laughs) but like the thing is, if you go to a fucking movie theater,
1: let's get let's unpack this. Shut your fucking (laughs) because chances are,
0: people like me and Corey will be in the theater, and we will be so deeply offended. (laughs)
1: Like, yeah, (laughs) like if you want to make if you want to make like a comment or two to your friend. I'm a hundred percent fine with that. If it's like a five to 10 word comment, yes, not even 10 words, but if it's like a five it's to like eight a sentence, word, comment, a short sentence, yeah, like a short sentence, maybe two. Yes. I'm fine with that. Actually. I love it actually too. When you go to a big, another horror movie that you don't take serious and people yell out funny shit that can actually be pretty funny mm-hmm. sometimes, but or like the...
0: premieres, like the star Wars premiere, everyone's yeah. super excited. Like, you know, it depends on the tone, the atmosphere of the event. When you hear people talking full vo- full voice volume, <laughs> commenting on every aspect of the movie, or like, oh, do I know her from somewhere? This and that. Ugh. I'm like, shut the,
1: shut the fuck, fuck up. up.
0: <laughs> like, you are so... Because it's, what it's doing is it's disconnecting us from the movie. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. makes Get me out. realize it's like the movie out. is if I can stay connected. And if I have a little fuck boy like you <laughs> making comments... <laughs> You are doing an injustice to the movie. Like, you might like the movie, but you are hurting the movie for everyone else. (laughs) Period. Don't be a fuckboy.
1: Definition of fuckboy. There's two definitions. One, he texts you at 3 3 a.m. saying, (laughs) hey. Two, he ghosts you. Three, um, he sends you dick pics and asks for tits pics.
0: Four, he says, you up.
1: Yeah, you up. (laughs) other definition of fuck boy he does that what like, we just talked about you he talk talks in a fucking movie
0: exactly there's Re- two
1: vo- <laughs> for, there's two there's two kinds of fuck boys
0: <laughs> just reconsider your entire well-being if you talk at full volume well, there's at two a movie separate here. ways to
1: identify a fuck boy <laughs>
0: no right like you talk at a, in a living room sure still annoying but sure oh
1: i'm actually I, if you're at home watching a movie and sure. you can read the crowd of people that are there, I'm fine with you talking sure. through it. That's chill.
0: If yeah. I paid any more than a dollar and fifty cents for a fucking movie theater ticket, yeah, 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 shut your whore mouth. If I or I'm put on offended.
1: clothes and drove to a fucking movie theater,
0: if I decided to leave the comfort <laughs> Especially of my if home, it's winter, <laughs> oh my god, right? So, so long story short, don't be a whore around me, and Corey. Oh, we haven't
1: even movies. said, anyways, how's your sex? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. This is like our 30-minute rant on consent. Oh, shit. We've been talking for two hours and 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> I told you on, like, Thursday. Jordan, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is going to be a long one, Corey. There's Damn. no way it's not. We're,
1: ed- we're editing this in a two podcast.
0: So, <laughs> long story short, anyways.
1: Wait, because I have shit to talk about.
0: Then talk about it.
1: Okay, anyways, my sex life.
0: Oh, wait. Okay, so anyways, everyone... So let's just recap what we went yes. through the past two hours and 40
1: minutes. <laughs> <Not> far our lives. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Demons.
0: Demons. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Possible connection between Son of Sam, first Ooh, podcast. Yes,
1: very noteworthy. And the evil
0: horror. The Reza murder, which I will talk about. The
1: Warrens. We introduced you to the Warrens. Most important. Which we will go to their n- other case files later on. We've
0: touched upon multiple subjects.
1: We touched upon the Conjuring universe.
0: Exactly. We, we started touching upon the Conjuring universe. We started touching upon Amityville. How maybe it was a hoax, maybe it wasn't. As much as I want to believe it was not a hoax, I personally believe... I think it was. 90% and of the was And I think we're
1: the, we're the two people that we each know... In our lives that would be the first to try and not say that it's something no, like this No, exactly, And that's arts.
0: what was so... And that... Yeah. Like, exactly. And to me, that's probably the most heartbreaking aspect of Amityville. Yeah. Is because I, one, wish desperately that I read the book before I read the debunking of Amityville. Because I think it would have given me a better experience reading the book. But two, you know, like, some when you believe something your whole life... Because I believed in amityville wholeheartedly for years reading and the reading the debunking was very it's like losing a part of something i believed in for years like it's, yeah. it's weird like i i wish desperately the letzes were honest but because of all the different versions because of how many different people have say and what happened it's hard to believe what the letzes say
1: yeah, and just, if you like haven't caught on, we're like into horror. We're just, into spooky <laughs> stories. <laughs> if you haven't, we, we caught have you? a podcast about it called Anyways. Has your sex <laughs> life? Go look at it on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> <You're>
0: like that. <"Duh." laughs>
1: Like, grew up with Are You Afraid of the Dark, read the that, scary stories oh we tell you God. in the dark, which actual actually, so did you ever read those books? This might have maybe just missed you.
0: No, I watched, anyway, so, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, no, no,
1: no, 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 that you could have seen some of, but have did you ever read those books with those extremely macabre, um, disturbing Art? arts that are, are scary stories you tell in the dark? And there's yes. three of them.
0: I had some of those books yeah
1: yeah okay i
0: don't remember distinctly reading them okay but yeah. i remember having those books so yeah
1: i so i, sure I read them. if you probably told me if you started to tell me the synopsis of each story i'd be like oh yes i remember now but i don't really remember any of them anymore sadly. i remember
0: the tv show are you afraid of the dark yeah that's specifically. Good. but
1: so those are two separate things but like those stories they guillermo del tormo guillermo del toro sorry is uh uh directing i think or directing and producing or just producing. I can't remember. I think he's directing and producing okay. them. And they just started principal photography. Ooh, so I'm super excited. Yeah, cool. I think in like the past couple days or a week or something like that. But I'm excited for it to come out. Yeah. Um, that's just a side note. But yeah, if you can't tell, like, we're really into this and we really want to believe this. But we really don't. That's what makes sadly. it
0: disappointing. It's like every yeah. part of me wants to tell you Amityville happened. And yes, it probably did. Yes, there
1: was a demon pig. Yes, there were flies. And but it's yes. like,
0: to the to the degree that they did it, I think they were just profiting money. Yeah. I think they were just... Sort of sad ...wanted day. a story. And like, if I moved into a such a notorious murder house, I think I would be tempted. I don't know. I, it's just a bummer to me, because I believed in Amityville wholeheartedly. Yeah. I went into this thinking, there will have to be so much... To show me, to debunk, to prove to me that this didn't happen, and reading through, it, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, now I believe it didn't. No, not yeah, it didn't. Happen.
1: It didn't take much to. I was like, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> like instantly, exactly. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no,
0: as soon as they said <laughs> there was no snow, so no hoof prints could have been found in the snow, yeah. I was like. You can't debate science. I'm <laughs> like yeah. proven science, proven like weather like, reports.
1: Like weather reports. You can't that fight sucks.
0: that. Like, fuck, it yeah, sucks. it's
1: sad. Yeah, I still think something probably happened. It's, yeah. But I don't think it was much. It was probably just maybe...
0: Classic haunted ...entity
1: feelings of depression or anger or something like, like that. And like
0: noises here and noises,
1: there. Noises, yeah.
0: Do I think the marching man happened? Probably but, not. But yeah,
1: at most, I don't even think it was demonic. I think it was just residual... Like, you know how you have, like, there's actual demonic, demonic entities, yes. or there's actual angry spirits still yes. haunting the place, or there's actu- or there's just residual energies yes. that take form in the person that died there, or something like that? I feel like it was just that.
0: Totally. Especially yeah. because... It was just
1: emotions and energies.
0: Especially because the Lutz's haunting took place right after the Defoe's. Yeah. Yeah. Right after a very brutal and graphic murder. Yeah. Then they experience haunting So, yeah, you have those
1: residual emotions. Exactly what you just said.
0: But every other person since the Lutzes, nothing.
1: It's like, no, it's good. Nothing. It's been dealt with. And so
0: to me, that makes me realize it was the, like you said, the residual emotions of the murder of those ghosts that were murdered of who knows what was there. And, you know, like evil spirits and, and demons and entities and whatnot. They latch on to the fear and the evil and the. So yeah, like, emotions. wouldn't they
1: want to just chill the fuck out there?
0: No, exactly. Like, I'd
1: be like, I'm setting up shop here. No,
0: if I if I was a demon and I saw the Lutz family moving into a murder place, yeah, and like they were already like, Ew, the murder happened here. I'd be like, I'd be like yo, hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> I'd be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them suck my titties. Like, yeah. this is exactly <laughs> right. like this is exactly what I need to make this work.
1: Just South Park, like. <laughs> and just start rubbing your demon titties. Be like like
0: oh. I'd be, re- I'd be rubbing my demon titties until they like chafed. Like I, that'd be like my wet dream if I was a demon. Yes. I like, like we talked about so many times. What shocks me the most is I went in such a believer. I researched it and left not a believer anymore. Right,
1: which is the first time I which think I've so- ever. It's the, the first time,
0: exactly. Yeah. This is the first it's time insane. it's ever hit me where I'm like, I, I debunk it. Fuck you, Lutz family. Like, I think yeah. you were exaggerating.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't believe at least half of what you said.
0: Exactly. And it's the first <laughs> it's time sad. in my entire 23 years of existence to make me say out loud, in real life, in person, with 100% that honesty. That ghost
1: story is is fake. Exactly. Yeah. And we're that's sad. what sucks. It sucks ass. Anyways, how's your sex life channel?
0: Anyways. my <laughs> do, you
1: have, do you have life stuff? 100... We've talked half about life stuff.
0: Jordan, a bike fell on Jordan's head today. I know. Oh, my God.
1: That's, that's my so big sad. life stuff.
0: Simone, my yeah. calico cat, is sick. She's sneezing nonstop. Simone Bones. Jordan's, a bike fell on him. Toulouse is fatter than ever.
1: He's Things cute, though.
0: Have been, it's been a rough day.
1: Yeah.
0: Jordan's okay. That's all that I care about. I, I
1: literally good. did walk into you, like, taking a paper towel off of his head, and there was a dot of blood on it.
0: Yes. Like, that <laughs> was like, my day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I'm so sad. I I just hope Jordan's okay tomorrow. I think he's it,
1: fine if he can remember what happened and he doesn't feel pain. Extremely sleepy. Yeah. Then he I have fine. to
0: wake him up for every I have to wake him up every two hours according to Google Ugh. to make sure he wakes up. Yeah. So I guess they don't wake up, they're just dead. You have to I accept it. Fine. I think he's good. I think he's fine. He's yeah. way tougher than me. But everything's been good. i not going to Hawaii in a week. I just have yes. to deal with.
1: We're going to Hawaii and. In- five days
0: literally less than a week we're, yeah. Corey and I-
1: <laughs> we're seeing the nun in three days <gasps> tuesday wednesday we're seeing the nun i guess technically Did it's monday i guess tech not technically but virtually it's monday night for oh us God. at least so tuesday wednesday three nights from now we will be watching the nun and i will be like extreme i will be probably so happy that i'll be too happy to be scared
0: no exactly <laughs> i'm gonna dress up as like a slutty nun oh yes somewhere. we
1: should dress as. should we dress up as nuns we could buy like a 20 dollar costume spirit halloween's open um, what did I do? I don't know. Yeah, how's your sex? I've been like? dating a lot, it's been fun. Well, yes. it's all sort of like died out now by now.
0: So, it's been a while since we recorded our last podcast. It
1: has been a while, it's been probably three weeks, which right? is
0: wild because yeah, Corey yeah, yeah. and I are pretty good at recording on time.
1: Yeah, we were just out of town and then
0: adulting somebody I got, got sick,
1: and then I had a date that I accidentally planned on that night. Sorry, that's my Yes. Bad. Oh, it's okay. Um, but so it's been about two or three weeks, something like that.
0: But Corey and I see each other every day. But yeah, like pretty still, much. We work together. Yeah. We're best friends. We've been best friends for five years. Our five-year friend anniversary is coming up in, in Hawaii. Like,
1: is it going to be in Hawaii? Yes. Okay. Yes, you came in September. September ninth. Oh, what? How do you yeah. know the
0: date? Because I have it on my iPhone.
1: Cute. That's so cute. It's very cute. <laughs> That's cute. No, that was, like, five years ago. Damn. Half
0: a decade of being best friends.
1: Holy shit. And the
0: first time I met Corey, I thought he was straight. Go figure. You
1: thought I was straight. Hilarious.
0: (laughs) So what happened is I, like, my friend. I think I was
1: on the couch high. So
0: I walked in. Sorry, mom and dad. My friend Zach was like, yo, (laughs) everyone's everyone's gay. And I was like, "Cool, Everyone's gay. And the guy, I ended up (laughs) dating. Well, David
1: isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: David walked up to me. He was like oh, fireball, because I had half a bottle of fireball empty. He was like, you should get married. And I was like, what's this gay guy doing? Wait, this is
1: because Austin asked you over, right? Yes,
0: he asked me over to bring him Cheetos because he was on acid. So we came What over the to fuck? People. He was on acid, acid that night? Like half the group was on acid. Holy shit. So man. I walked up to the weed smoking room and I like started smoking weed and Corey walked up to me and he was talking to me and he was the friendliest one and Yay. I was like, is this fucker flirting with me? And then Corey's birthday, sorry, sorry, Corey's boyfriend walked in and started making out and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like-, like literally one second after i thought it's Corey straight he started making out with the dude and i was like what, like, what the fuck? and then everyone was making out and i was like where am you're i like, and i was like i want to stay friends with these people are, right channel play it cool you're like this play is fun
1: cool.
0: and five years later here we are recording nice. a podcast on my blanket fort with my cats cute go figure that
1: little booty um wait before we go though yes replug everything just so, because I always forget.
0: Hyphen. Our Instagram name is anyways. How's your sex life?
1: Anyways, with an S.
0: Even though it's not grammatically, even correct. even though
1: the grammatically correct way is out. anyway.
0: We yeah. we talk with slang.
1: Yeah, we're not going we to be real. Yeah, we real. talk with
0: real humans. Yeah. Um, and then our, our Twitter is also anyways, has your sex life? Um, and I our... guess
1: tweet us. I'm not going to reply cause I don't get on Twitter anymore. I
0: will. I control oh. all the social media. Oh, okay.
1: I and... will never get on Twitter to yeah. talk to you at just,
0: all. Just, just know. I will
1: talk to you through Instagram <laughs> and I will talk to you through email. Just
0: know like 90% of the social media responses are from me. <laughs> so... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Corey will chime in. Yeah. And then I'll our, do
1: Instagram. Our
0: emails. Anyways, has your sex life? I'll PC. add an email
1: back too. Yeah. Especially, Any... we should do listener episodes totally. once we get, get out there and see if people actually like us. Totally. If enough people respond, I would like to do listener stories. Exactly.
0: But um, we just want to thank everyone right now, if you're listening to us. Thank you for following us on this journey.
1: Yes.
0: It's been really fun. We're going to be posting a million more episodes. And um, our yeah, like I said before, our question to you all is, anyways...
1: How's your sex life?
0: Ooh.